Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, which should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to episode 244 of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Elland. Today we're going to be talking to two people about what a dramatic turnaround CBD has made in a 10-year-old boy who'd been on pharmaceuticals most of his life and tried jumping out of an apartment window. Besides talking about her son, the boy's mother will tell us what a difference CBD has made in her life. And joining us from Ontario, Canada, to tell us the story is grandmother Pauline, and Mother Stephanie. They don't want their last names used, and we always respect that. Ladies, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Oh, Thank no you problem. for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Steph, at what age did you start to notice your boy's erratic behavior? Um, he was at the tender age of four uh, is when um, we started noticing it was very, like a lot of aggression uh, started coming out of him, which uh, was very abnormal because he was always a very bright-eyed, happy-go-lucky little boy, and then all of a sudden it was like something clicked in him, and then all of this um, aggression and attention behaviors came out, and um, that's when I first took and got him diagnosed. What was the diagnosis? Uh, The uh, original diagnosis was um, attention deficit disorder, uh, oppositional defiance disorder, and um, OCD. Now, when you say something clicked, when you look back at it, was there a moment, was it his diet? What was it? Um, It was a lot of environmental stress, I think, that kind of uh, really did it for him because it was around that time that um, myself and the boy's father uh, separated. Um, So there was a very big transition for all of us where we moved back in with mom and dad mm-hmm. uh, whereas we were living in our own place um, and all of a sudden it's like okay we have nanny and poppy here all the time but where's daddy um, and they didn't see him for a, a, quite a long time um, before he stepped back in the picture I believe it was like eight months to almost a year that they didn't see him um, so and that was that was a really big impact on both of them um and that's when we started seeing it yeah so uh, you know at the age of four it was probably he was thinking that his father abandoned him Mm. oh a hundred percent um a hundred percent and i mean and that still lingers with them but i think at that age because you're there's such a ripe young age that's when their brain is really starting to develop um, that's a really big thing for somebody so young to have kind of looming over the back of their head is why didn't my dad, why did my parent want me? Like, why, why is he not here? Um, and also uh, he doesn't like change. <laughs> yeah. So move, as we said before, moving from our own space to now a shared space with five people <laughs> was, was pretty it was pretty hectic, but we made it work. So, Steph, when he gave you this diagnosis, the doctor gave you this diagnosis of your son at four with mm-hmm. the ODD and the attention deficit, et cetera, what did he say to you about how, how to manage this? Uh, here's, a, here's some Adderall. 
Uh, that's pretty much what she said. Uh, we're here's we're going to try him on Adderall, see how he does, um, and try to get him into some pre like preschool um, classes and try to do play kind of play therapy with them, like little play groups. Um, and the last two did not go over very well. Um, and then once he the Adderall, he started taking the Adderall. Um, he saw some change, but not, not a lot. Mm. Um, was he also think, diagnosed with Tourette's? Um, the Tourette's uh, diagnosis didn't come until actually uh, almost two years ago. Oh, okay. So, uh, he, so then he had that on top of the other three. Uh, yes. And um, also at four, he was almost five. It was right when he was in kindergarten. They, um, they uh, made the major diagnosis, which for me is his sensory processing disorder. Because um, of everything, that is the most prominent one that shows in Ethan. Um, like he cannot stand big crowds, loud noises, mm-hmm. certain materials. You put corduroy near the kid and he will jump out of his skin. Like it's, it's, it's very particular things like that. Um, and that's how he soothes himself is very sensory orientated as well. Um, so that was a big, that was a really big, big, big one for them to put in place. Cause it also helped us, um, learn how to work around his behaviors and give him tools to, to calm himself down instead of chucking a desk at another kid. You tell us about some of these behaviors he was exhibiting. Oh, um, oh, he did a lot of, he did some physical damage to me, to his brother. Um, and he was kicked out of preschool, uh, and all of the day, day programs because his aggression was so rough. Um, and then in kindergarten, it was, um, they called him the tiny tornado because once he went in, the second Oh Canada played, because that was a major trigger for him because it's so loud. The second Oh Canada started, that was it. He was gone. Uh, he would be throwing chairs, throwing desks. He would throw people if they could get close enough to him. If like it was, he would just destroy the entire classroom. He was biting. He was pinching. He was hitting. Um, it was, yeah, it was a very heartbreaking thing to watch because when he wasn't triggered and in that mode, he is honestly one of the most big hearted, loving little cuddle bugs ever. Like his teachers loved him. Um, when he wasn't tearing the room apart, but even then they still did because they understood that, you know what, this little guy is struggling so much. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, it was a rough, a rough couple of years. Yeah, for, let's, um, let's bring your your mother in, uh, grandmother Pauline. How did you feel about uh, the little guy's behavior? Well, we were all really con- like myself and my husband were very concerned about the behavior, but uh, I'm so against medication that Stephanie for a long time didn't tell me about it because she knew that I would you know, uh, flip my lid and, uh, she kept that hidden from me. And, um, so we were like, we would see all these different behaviors in him, but we chalked it up to the disruption in his life with his, uh, his dad 
you know, leaving them and them being so distraught. Um, and so it wasn't until um, they, Stephanie was going through some stuff and uh, we took the kids with us. We had them for just about a year. And uh, it wasn't until he lived with us for like that, you know, that extended period of time that I got to see what she actually lived through. And it just, it changed everything. You know, my, my whole opinion about, um, you know, the things that she told me, and I still didn't uh, agree with the medication because I'm very, very anti uh, medication. And uh, so anyway, yeah, they had, they changed his meds to, uh, I don't remember which one it was. Um, uh, if Stephanie is able to step in and, and, uh, and tell what the name of the, the particular <sighs> one, oh, they put him on two. They put him on two pills. That's what it was. And so at that time, uh, I had to drive them from um, uh, Cambridge to Kitchener to school every day until they finished out the end of that that school year. And um, so when he, they put him on two pills at the same time, that was when I knew something was so seriously wrong with this boy being on this medication because he just, he went from this happy little boy, well, not happy, but him uh, and his brother, you know, being playful and joking, carrying on. And then all of a sudden, this one morning when he had started, like the, the day after he'd started two of the pills, um, I had them in the car on the way to Kitchener. And he just sat there like a zombie. He couldn't function. He couldn't speak. He couldn't move. And I was just like, I, I was blown away. And uh, so I literally had to carry him into the school. And uh, so it was, um, yeah, and then he became very violent. And then uh, they were with us throughout that summer. And then they started school uh, in Cambridge, where, where I live, uh, in September. And I was constantly getting calls from the school to come because he was trashing the classroom. He was throwing stuff at the teachers uh, one day I got a call and to say that um, the police were there because he had escaped the school and took off. Nobody could find him. So they had the, the, all of the police wrote looking for him. The teachers wrote looking for him. And it was it was just it was horrible. And uh, so he would, you know, he'd try and trash my house. And like I, I was very firm with him. But. He still couldn't control the behavior because of this medication, what it was doing to his little brain. Like he, he honestly had no control. It was, it was horrifying to watch this little boy's life be destroyed. It was, it was crippling to us. Tell me sorry, about. I, 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 I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt anybody, but um, I just, I just remembered the the medications that he was on at that time. Uh, he was on Concerta and right. Resveratrol. Right. Yeah, the uh, I looked up the side effects of Concerta and Risperidol. Um, Concerta has stomach pain, loss of appetite, headache, dry mouth, nausea, vomiting, sleep mm-hmm. problems, and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And Risperidol, uh, sudden, often jerky, involuntary motions of the head, neck, arms, body, or eyes, dizziness, yeah. tiredness, drowsiness, fatigue, fever, weight gain, feeling hot and cold. So, I mean, if anyone's taking that, even an adult, you do become, as your mother said, a zombie. 
Yeah. Yes. And, and the weight gain was um, phenomenal I'm, with him. It was he went, unbelievable. He went from around 55, maybe 60 pounds that uh, up to 134. Oh, like, like 100. Yeah. 134. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was heartbreaking. If you could only see the pictures of what this little boy looked like before the medication and what he looks like, well, well, now like he's in the, you know, he's in the process of losing that weight because he's off the medication, but it, it's just, it's mind, mind blowing. Tell yeah. me, tell me about the incident, uh, where he tried to jump out of the window. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that, are you asking well, me that's... or Stephanie? Either one. <laughs> Uh, that happened, uh, what, just a couple of weeks ago. Like That was just before he started. Well, it was the day that he started the cannabis. Yeah, the, the CBD oil. So it was maybe about four, four, four maybe five weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he, uh, he, he was doing okay in the this, in this summer because um, he wasn't in school, obviously, like every kid. Um and then all of a sudden he just, it's with Ethan, it's, it's very spur of the moment. We can't really tell when it's going to happen, but when it happens, it happens very quickly and very fiercely. Um, so he got upset about something and he just went on a tirade of trying to open up his, open up, get his screen open. He ripped the door off of um, his bedroom. Well, he ripped, he, he went through it. He, he put his feet door. through the door. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he was, he was just screaming and yelling. And this was at 8 o'clock. I'd say 8, eight 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, and he just he, he just went crazy. Absolutely crazy. That's the best way to put it. Um, and that's when I called mom. And mom was out here almost immediately. She's like, okay, that's it. We're, we're doing something about this. So how did uh, CBD enter the picture? Who was the one responsible for that? That was my, my mom. I mean, it's, it's always been in the talks mm-hmm. about it. Um, first, I went on um, mine that I went on uh, two years ago. It was THC and the CBD hybrid. Um, and I was asking all the doctors, what are like, is there a possibility that we can maybe bring CBD oil or CBD gummies in to the picture with Ethan just to see how it works because the pharmaceuticals are not doing anything for him except for taking his personality away. Like they're taking his life away. And as most doctors down here would respond was no, he's too young. Um, so it was mom. <laughs> Mom's like, that's it. So, Pauline, where did you get the idea of trying CBD? Well, actually, my sister, uh, Leona, um, she got me onto this a few years ago because um, her husband at the time was having some health issues. And um, and she uh, she reached out to you and you put her onto uh, the path of uh, of the CBD and the THC. Right. And then she researched it to death and. And, you know, I was just completely blown away by it. So from then on, I was doing my own research and like reading all these um, um, stories from other parents that 
uh, that had their kids that took them off medications and and how it helped them in so many different aspects of their lives with uh, issues that they had. And I had said to Stephanie, like, we need to do this with Ethan and get him off of that poison. So, you know, we were really scared about doing it because it wasn't legal mm-hmm. here and, and the doctors were all against it. But, you know, thank thanks, you know, uh, thank God that it is legalized here now. And uh, and I didn't even care. Anyway, I was at the point when she called me that morning and said that he was trying to jump out the window I put me in jail. I don't care because I'm going to save my grandson's life and I don't care what the cost is to me. I'm not going to have that happen to my grandson. So you get, and, you get this CBD and, yeah. and you give him the first dose. Yeah. What, what and, happens next? So that was on the Friday. By the time we got home, like, um, did everything that we had to do to try and find it uh, out in Kitchener. And we got home and we gave him his first um, um, you know, dose of it uh, later that evening. And you can almost see the calmness come over him immediately. It was just, it was unbelievable. And so I said, uh, I said to Stephanie, well, we're just going to take him cold turkey off of those pills and see how it goes because I don't, I want to know if the CBD oil is actually working and, and like, and the pills are not interfering with that. So uh, we gave it to him before he went to bed. And normally when he would wake up in the morning, uh, you can see within the first 15, 20 minutes, if he hasn't had his medication, that he was ready to punch somebody's head or punch a fist or the wall. And uh, so he woke up that next morning and I've never seen that child so happy and relaxed and calm. And I looked at him and this twinkle was in his eyes that I hadn't seen since he was a little baby, like a little boy. And the brightness in his face, he, his face was lit up like a Christmas tree. And I knew right away that it had worked already. And, uh, and so I, like, I gave it a few days and I said, uh, Hey buddy, like, so how do you feel since you're taking, you know, this spray? And, uh, he said, Nanny, I can't believe it. I never have headaches anymore. He said, my head always felt like it was going to blow off of my shoulders. And he said, and I feel so happy <coughs> and so calm. And so this, you know, I just talked to him again last weekend about it. And he told me, and this was, was just, uh, it just really tore me apart when he said it. He, he said, Nanny, I didn't think I would ever feel happy again for the rest of my life. He said, those pills were killing me. And uh, I said, you don't have to worry about it again, bud, because you won't be getting those pills anymore. And uh, he said, I'm always so happy, Nanny. He said, I'm never, ever angry. He said, I never want to freak out anymore. And I'm just really, really happy. And a, that's, a, that's a great story. You're, uh, you're yeah. actually, uh, Corey's tearing up listening to you tell that story. No, seriously, I am. I'm yeah, sitting here crying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I cried many tears, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> to watch yeah. your little grandson's life be destroyed by, by medication is the hardest thing I've ever had to do mm. in my entire life. Stephanie, have his yeah. teachers made any comment about his behavior? Uh, they have. Um, that was uh, actually a week after we had him on it. Um I kind of inquired. I was like, how's Ethan been? I'm like, has he been okay? And they're like, this is a new child. (laughs) 
because he has been in a specialized classroom for the past three years. He, um, he's only supposed to be in it for one year, but because his behaviors are so out there, they kept him in for another two years. And he said out of the three years we have had him, this is a different child. Mm-hmm. Like he's, he's joking around. He's coming in on Mondays, bright eyed and bushy tailed. Like he's, he's interacting with other kids. And usually if, if a kid got near him, he would let them know to get away. Um, and he's, he's sitting out there now in, in the field with all of his Pokemon cards with like 30 kids surrounding him, and he's loving it. And, um, they said like, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Like he does still struggle with his emotion regulation, which he's 10 every child most adults struggle with that too yeah um and they said really that's the only thing but he's he's not flying off the handle right away he will let them know like hey i need help with this can you please come and help me whereas before it was i'm gonna throw this chair at your face and then you'll come over and help me um so it's it was a very big turnaround um, and of course, he hasn't he hasn't been on uh, the CBD spray for that long. And uh, well, you know, once he yeah. loses the weight as well, he feel you'll feel better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Within the first week, first week, week two weeks, he first went week. down eight. First week, he went down eight yeah. pounds. Well, he almost started to cry when he yeah. when he knew that he you should have seen that child's face. He uh, there was actually tears in his eyes and. He got so overwhelmed. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's like it's like all the water weight that all these pills like kept in him mm-hmm. just kind of just went woof and just flushed right out of his body. And yeah. no, you mentioned and, you mentioned a spray. Do you just yeah. spray it in his mouth? How many times a day? Um. Well, we have switched to the eyedropper. Okay. He switched to the the dropper now because spray mm-hmm. was tickle his throat and he didn't like that um he gets one uh half a dropper in the morning and then he gets uh we were doing two sprays in the morning then a spray after school and then a spray at night but now all he needs is a dropper in the morning and a dropper kind of mid mid evening around four or five o'clock and that's it you guys must all, the child included, feel this incredible weight lifted off of your shoulders. This has just got to be almost like a oh, rebirth. It, my you have no idea. Is like my, he will actually promote it to everybody he can yep. get his hands on. As if, um, like if anybody sees the, the bottle and they're like, what's that? And he's like, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> this is my oil. He's like, it tastes like peppermint. And I'm like, it's a little weird at first. He's like, but I don't have to take any more meds. I'm happy. Like he will, uh, he's perfect promoter for totally oil. <laughs> like, yeah. He just, that's oh yeah. Great. He's pre- he's preaching oh, at a big time. Oh, that's, yeah. that's good. He, Cause I guess his teachers asked him about the, the medication change. And I guess he went on like a sales pitch to them. <laughs> Um, they told me that yesterday. Um, well, you better I, watch him then, or Aurora's going to be trying to sign him up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I won't. No, I won't let him. <laughs> no. The, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Oh no, but that's his, his, his teachers just thought it was, it was hilarious. It's like mm-hmm. we've never seen him so passionate about something other than Pokemon cards. Because it's changed his life, right? Pokemon yeah. and CBD. What more do you need? Now, Steph, you have been on CBD for a while because of some health issues. What were you facing? What did you have to deal with prior to CBD? Um, for me personally, mm-hmm. um, oh Lord, um, my big one is my mental health. Um, it's been deteriorating pretty much since 1999 is when I went and I first got diagnosed. Um, uh, if you want me to elaborate in. Yeah. What's your diagnosis? Yeah. Fire please. Okay. Um, so I have borderline personality disorder. I have bipolar disorder type two. I have social anxiety. Um, I've got ADHD and that's the mental health part. Um, and then on top of that, I have, um, Oh, yeah. Body dysmorphia. Thank you very much. Um, you know, I didn't know what that was. I had to look it up last night. Body dysmorphic disorder is a mental disorder in which you can't stop thinking about one or more perceived defects or flaws in your appearance. A flaw yeah. that to others is either minor or not observable, but you feel so ashamed and anxious that you may yes. avoid many social situations. So that's what you had? Yes, yes. And that's, that's, I think, out of all of them, that's the one I still struggle with the most because I can actually physically see this. Mm. Uh, um, but it's, it's getting better. Uh, um, the, but because of all the medications I've been on, um, the one medication they put me on actually had caused nerve damage. It's very rare. Um, oh, what's I'm sorry. The, the word is um, it's leaving me right now. Um, side effect. Mm-hmm. It could cause nerve damage, and I have it. So it's um, nerve damage in my hands and legs, and it causes severe restless leg syndrome. Um, and I can't grip things properly or my hand will freeze in like a claw like motion mm-hmm. and it will stay like that. So um, when you got on cannabis, uh, what were the changes that you observed? I didn't want to kill myself anymore. That's <laughs> a nice that, one. That's a, really, <laughs> that's a really nice one. <laughs> um, because, um, as everybody says, like, well, you always have such like a, like a happy, sarcastic disposition. Like you don't look like anything's wrong. I'm like, but there was, um, I thought about ending my life all day, every single day does not matter what was going on in my life, good or bad. I just wanted to die. And it's been like that for the past I'm 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, longer than that. Um, I also noticed a huge change in my ability to control my anger because I am the definition of what an Aries child is. I am severely hot-headed and I just fly off the handle. Like um, it, it, was, it was, I was a hot mess. Yeah, being an Aries, being an Aries as well, I uh, I can identify with you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to move my chair yeah. away from me in a little bit here. Hang on a moment. Well, well thanks. I'm glad that somebody else is like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm literally the the definition of a of an Aries child, um, like to the T. It's very scary. 
but um, since I started um, the CBD with Ethan, because we started the same day, mm. um, like all of our workers that come in, our family workers, uh, they've noticed like when we first met you, you were a shaking ball of nerves and anxiety and like and now you're able to handle all of these crazy intense situations that are going on right now with such ease and a calm head mm-hmm. and like we're it's phenomenal it's amazing and it's like yes it is because I can actually think because I've never had the ability to just actually think of one thing at a time usually it was like a, a freaking circus going on in my head mm-hmm. where between the thoughts of, Hey, you should kill yourself. There's also, Oh my God, what about that thing you said 20 years ago in that like park? What a, like everything's cleared and the fog, it's like the fog is completely gone um, out of my head. And it's to me, it's one of the most beautiful things ever. Cause I can look at the world with new eyes and appreciate everything so much more. Are you still on the other medications, pharmaceuticals? I, I took myself off of it right away because the, um, I don't know what it is with my body, but if it says that there is a side effect, I'm going to get that side effect times two. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually the worst side effect possible that, that I, I get. I, I've always been like it. That's a genetic um, thing. All my family's the same way. We can't take medication. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Because the medications don't work. We just get the side effect of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I've been putting my body through absolute torture since the early two thousands. Um, so yeah, I, I just took myself off. I'm like, okay, no, I need to see if this is going to work on its own, um, without the other meds kind of interfering and putting my mind off of it. Cause thinking like, oh, okay, no, this is not helping this and this. Um, Do you know what's interesting, Steph, is that hearing you talk about your son and yourself, it's like this veil of despondency that was over both of you has lifted because of CBD. Mm -hmm. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. And you're you're both now um, regular... How do I describe this, Corey? Just functioning, living, functioning, life. living life instead of worrying about uh, the the noise that's going on in your head. They were just existing. Yeah. That's all they were doing. Yeah. They just existed. Yeah. yeah. And not yeah. well by the sound of it. And not well. No, like it was not. Yeah. It was not, not a, uh, a good situation to, like for me as a mother and a grandmother to have to watch your child go through all of this and then watch your grandchild go through it and know that he was being in the presence of his mom that was going through all of this. And it was just like, Oh, like beam me out of here, Scotty. Yeah. Well, I remember <laughs> because, when Leona first yeah. talked to me about this back then, <coughs> did I think cannabis would help? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we were scared at yeah, the time because that. of the situation, right? Yeah, I But get now that. I don't care. I'll go to jail for it if I had. <laughs> There's a couple because... of things I just want to mention here. Um, Steph, I already spoke to your mom about this, but just so you're aware, um, and listeners also, often it, uh, when children are on CBD or CBD, well, particularly CBD, let's say for even like seizures, um, they do very, very well. <coughs> 
And then as they hit puberty uh, with the seizure kids, often they'll start seizing again. And at that point, we add in some more THC, sometimes stronger CBD, and they're okay. So just be on the lookout for that, that as he enters puberty, you may have to up that dose of CBD. I'm already on that. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) And the second thing I just want to mention, just just for listeners, is it's, it's great that these two were able to get off of medication, cold turkey. But always be very, very careful with that, because some of those drugs, if you quit them, cold turkey there can be some really severe consequences so just a disclaimer there mm-hmm. yes, yeah it was not it was i've and i know that because before even going on the cbd oil and mom can attest to this um i was a notorious med stopper they would put me on meds i'd take it for a month or two and then i would just throw them out i would stop myself cold turkey and then i would end up in the hospital for like an attempted suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Do not, do not stop cold turkey. Like, like we did. It's, yeah. it's yeah. not for everybody. It is yeah. not for everybody, but it worked in this situation. So what's yeah. it like now when you wake up in the morning, it must be so different than when, you know, I was just flashing on it while you guys were talking there and thinking that must've been horrible waking up every morning. And what are you looking forward to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, I still hate mornings. That didn't change. <laughs> um, I, also, I also have very early rising kids. I don't know why they don't do it at my mom and dad's house, but here, <laughs> yeah, it drives me nuts. At like six o'clock on the dot, Ethan's up, bright eyed, bushy tailed. He's dressed and ready for school, and I'm like, he's my me. kind of man. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Where where me and my other son are just kind of dragging our feet out the room, going to sleep, Ethan. <laughs> like it's, um, but then once we get the ball going, it's um, I'm out there getting getting stuff done. <laughs> like it's, it's it's a big relief to us too because, uh, as you said, when you wake up in the morning, you didn't know what you're going to face. Well, that was my life for so many years because. Every time the phone would ring, I would freeze and go, oh, I'm terrified to answer it because I don't know what kind of disaster is going on out at their place because they live like a half an hour away from me. So that's a really, really long half an hour drive when you know that their life, their lives are in the balance, hanging in the balance. And uh, and it was just every single day it was I, I lived in terror of what was happening to her and to uh, Ethan out there. So this is like, it's the weight of the world has been lifted off of my shoulders. I finally, I never thought I was ever going to know peace in my life. And uh, because when you know that this is going on with your, your kid and your grandkid, uh, how can you enjoy your life? (laughs) It's not possible. So, uh, I never thought I'd ever have peace in my life, but, um, I've had it since they've both been taking this uh, CBD it's just, it's unbelievable. It's, it's completely turned our family around like you would not even believe. Well, it's a very, uh, very heartwarming and happy story, and we're pleased for both of you, particularly Steph, who's uh, yes. dealt with her issues and mm-hmm. dealt with her son. And uh, good for you, Grandma, for uh, getting in there and fighting. <laughs> uh, had to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks very much. Appreciate it. Oh, well, thank, thank you, you for having, having us. us. Yeah, thank you, folks, um, for, for uh, stepping up and sharing your story. It's going to give a lot of hope to uh, a lot of people. Uh, um, sure at the beginning so. of the show, you were saying that if people had questions for you, 
that they could mm-hmm. contact you. So the, the best way to do that is if you want to be put in contact with uh, Stephanie or Pauline. Uh, just send an email to our website, probably. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and you can just We'll forward it to, it to you. Us. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be great. Yeah. yeah. Because we would be really, really happy to talk to people and, you know, share the story and, and just, you know, to think that you could give some other family and some other child some hope is that that means the entire world Mm -hmm. to us. Do either of you want to say anything in closing? Uh, Just thank you, Corey, to all that you do for people. You are such an amazing human being and so selfless. It's just mind blowing. And, uh, and thank goodness that my sister reached out to you because of that. This is where we are today. And so I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. And thank you so much for having us on here today. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly what mom said. Thank you so much for yeah. having such a, a big open heart and taking everybody in and listening to everybody's stories and spreading yeah. that yeah. The word of hope for everybody. Yeah. Thanks. You're so a much. good person. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, ladies. Okay. Take thank care. You. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. We uh, welcome listeners' comments and reviews on iTunes and Spotify. And also, you can send us a review on Cannabis Health Radio if you want. Here's a review from uh, Mitch in Australia. He said, This podcast is a must-have for people fighting cancer and other serious diseases. Learn and be amazed about the healing properties of cannabis oil. Real people share miraculous stories and tips about healing cancer, MS, epilepsy, and so much more. Corey Yellen has herself used cannabis oil with great success. Another one from Canada says, I would like more of this. They are so helpful and inspiring. Corey, do you have some there? Very insightful interviews, excellent questions and answers regarding cannabis and healing, very professional and intelligent hosts and remarkable stories. Thank you for such a necessary service to all those people who are inquisitive about non-Western medicinal approaches. I'm a convert, the best interview interviewees ever. Wow, I've listened to at least 200. So much information. Amazing. Thank you to Corey and Ian. First class. Intelligent hosts. It must be another podcast. <laughs> Can't I, think be ours. Just, I think they're just talking about me. <laughs> uh, thanks, Corey. Uh, thanks to Ron Zarr for producing this program. We Thank you, Ron. Appreciate Much appreciated. And Mark Viel in Belgium. Who Yay, put, Mark. I'm going to see you in a week. Who puts our podcasts up on um, YouTube. Thank you very much, and we'll be back with another edition, another episode of Cannabis Health Radio next week. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi. 
Hi, it's Justin Benton, host of the Miracle Plant Podcast, where we discuss this miracle plant that goes by so many names and how it's helping people in so many extraordinary ways. So if you love this plant and you want to hear a story that tugs on those heartstrings and learn more about this plant, then head on over to the Miracle Plant Podcast. You'll be glad you did.